This is Jenny Allen, and you are listening to the Made for This podcast. go first to the Bible because what I have found during this time is that the better I hold to what I know, the more peaceful I will be. This is a wild time. It feels chaotic. It feels like the bottom fell out. And and how are we going to go through this season of who knows how long? And so the only way I know to do it is, is with this book. I have never felt very confident about anything except for this. And I want to encourage those of you that are here and you were invited by a friend and you're like, you know what? I don't I don't know if I believe the Bible. I don't know if I believe in God. You're welcome here. In fact, I hope that this is a safe place for you. You're going to consider what it looks like to trust God. I promise not to hold back on that. But I also know that this is a unique time where if I didn't believe in God, I would be asking those questions because so much is on the line. And so what's interesting is this is not the first time the bottom's fallen out on the world. This is not new in history. Many, many times curveballs have been thrown and the world has been sitting there asking really big questions. And so this isn't necessarily a new moment. And what I love is the Bible addresses this so well. So let's go back to Old Testament times. And there was a king, Solomon, and he was one of the wisest men that ever lived. And he walked through a book, and today we're going to walk through a little bit of it, in Ecclesiastes. And it's the most depressing book you've ever read. I am not about to make you suffer through most of this book. I want to read a few verses out of it because basically the bottom fell out for Solomon. Every single thing that he was putting hope in, he was like, it's meaningless. It's meaningless. So the whole book reads just like this sad poem, like this is meaningless, Friends are meaningless. Work is meaningless. Everything is meaningless. And so it's really sad. But what's cool about it is he still finds hope. He faces the hopelessness of losing everything on earth and he still finds hope. And that hope is exactly where I want to take you guys. I know that there is a lot of hopelessness for some of you right now. I can't even imagine. I mean, I can't imagine for the person listening right now who has lost their job. I can't imagine for the person listening right now who their parent is sick in isolation and you can't get to them. I cannot imagine the person who has just walked through cancer and is afraid if I get this, it may be the end for me. I do not know what fears you're facing, but I imagine they're big. And so whether it's financial or health related, what I love about Ecclesiastes is it kind of addresses it all. And it says, hey, things are going to fail us. In fact, even the best things end up failing us. And so I want to start by just talking about this moment we find ourselves in where it feels like, this is how I can describe it. It feels like detox for, for me personally. I feel like I'm losing all these comforts, all these provisions, all of this security that, that I've kind of attached myself to. And I didn't mean to attach myself to it, but I did. And so what it feels like when that starts to disappear and it starts to vaporize is that you kind of start to grab for something else that's comfortable, right? Like, and that's true for like an addict in rehab, like they'll pick up another habit, like they'll give up the drugs, but then they'll pick up smoking, you know? And I think that's how we are right now, where we're losing a lot of things that are comfortable and we're gonna be prone to pick up something else that's gonna make us comfortable because we're in detox and it doesn't feel good to lose these things that we built our security in, that we've put our hope in. So what's a little bit interesting about Solomon though, yes, the bottom has fallen out, but the bottom has really fallen out for him philosophically. Like his whole world, he's a king, he's rich, He's got a lot of wives. Like life is not that bad for Solomon. And I want to say this. It is the mercy of God if we get every single thing we want on earth and we realize that it's not enough for us. 
It's also the mercy of God if we lose everything on earth and we realize that God is all there is. And so that's the moment we find ourselves in. But the, the moment that Solomon found himself in is the mercy of getting everything he wanted and he saw it was meaningless. But yet both apply because in both cases, you see that the only hope for our souls, the only hope for peace and hope and everything we're searching for is in God. It's the only thing. It's the only thing. And so, you know, Solomon talks about this. He, he's kind of saying, this is all that I've gotten. And then he says in verse 11 of, of chapter two, then I considered all that my hands had done and the toil I had expended in doing it. And behold, it was all vanity and a striving after the wind. And there was nothing to be gained under the sun. I told you it is very depressing. But what Solomon's saying is the goal of my life, my purpose, the thing I've given my life to, to, to win everybody's approval, to, to gain achievement, it still was meaningless even after I got it. Even after I caught the thing that I thought I wanted, I realized it's wind. That, that, that happiness, that satisfaction, that feeling that life matters, I can't seem to catch it, even in my most successful moments. And I know for all of you listening, you're like, why is she talking about his most successful moments? This is my worst moment. And guys, there's something similar in the moments that we lose everything, in the moments that we have everything, and it's that there's emptiness on earth. And it's that we can't catch that feeling that we're all craving, which is that life matters, that something matters, that something isn't going to vanish. Like the Avengers, <laughs> when they evaporated all the superheroes, that threw me so badly, that movie, when, I don't know if you know it, spoiler alert, in one of the ends of the Avenger movies, all the good guys vaporize. And it's, well, not all of them, because the rest of them save the other ones. But it is this moment where you feel like, oh my gosh, could my work, could my life, could my family, could the kingdom I've built here just vaporize? Like, is that possible? And it feels like it just happened. For so many of you, two weeks ago, you were peaceful, life was good, you had what you needed, there wasn't major turmoil perhaps in your life, and then all of a sudden, there's really not a part of life that hasn't been touched by this moment in history. And I think, guys, if heaven is real, if this book is true, I think it's a gift. And I know it could feel a cruel thing to hear, and it almost feels a cruel thing to say because I've talked to some of you who have had to lay off people. I've talked to some of you who have lost your job. I've talked to some of you who fear for your lives. So I'm not saying this lightly or not imagining what it is that you're facing. I'm just saying if this life is not all there is, then to come to what Solomon came to in his life, this idea that it means nothing if we don't have God, that there is nothing apart from God is a mercy and a gift. And so what does it look like to live this out and not live depressed, right? Because this is a very depressed book. It is full of just this angst of losing everything. The first thing I wanna tell you is if you are sad, it is okay. I mean, I wrote the book on getting out of our head and not spiraling in toxic thoughts, but let me be clear. There is a time, and this book actually says it in Ecclesiastes, there is a time to mourn. There is a time to weep. And that is true. That is not wrong. God gave us emotions, and those emotions are not evil, even the negative ones. They can be great gifts. It's when those emotions begin to define our lives. It's when those emotions begin to govern our behaviors and the way we're going to live. That's when it becomes dangerous. But to weep and to mourn, guys, this is sad. I read an article this week about, the, the title was just grabbed me. It said, that feeling, that discomfort you feel, it's grief. Because so many of us aren't familiar with feeling that feeling. There is a grief right now. 
There's a grief in all of us. We've all somewhat lost something. And so what does it look like to go through and feel the feelings of that, number one? And then number two, what does it look like to still live with the loss in a way that that helps people to see God, that helps us remember there's a God and that we're not hopeless? And so Solomon is going to tell you some of the things that he goes to after he realizes that there's not really satisfaction, that thing he's looking for in anything. And so earlier in two, he's going to talk about what he does with that sadness and what he goes to. And guys, I'm so convicted by this because I think it's what we're all kind of doing. We're detoxing from all of these things that have held us together, that have made us feel comfortable and that have made us feel hope. And we're not getting those things. And so what are we going? And he goes to, y'all, this is so long ago. If you don't know what this book is, it was written a long, long time ago, like thousands of years ago. And Solomon says what he does is he goes with wine <laughs> and he goes to cheer up his himself with wine. My heart's still guiding me with wisdom and how to lay hold on folly till I might see what was good for the children of man to do under heaven during the few days of their life. You guys, he is so sad. He's like, let's just have some fun. Like, let's, I'm just going to get drunk and I'm going to have fun. And I think this is the choice we have to make right now. What are we going to comfort ourselves with? Because this is hard and our tendency is to not want to do hard. We don't get excited. I mean, who gets excited about like, hey, let's go through this valley that is dark and difficult and lonely and hard. And I'm not going to have what I need. And it's going to feel terrifying and we could die. You know, like nobody gets real excited about that journey or that season of their life. And yet what God is saying is, you know what? You're not going to find it in trying to cope and make yourself comfortable right now. Now, I am all for some Netflix. We are watching some. I'm all for, you know, moments where game nights and and having fun right now in this time that is a pause in life. I'm just saying we can't put our hope in it. And as you lose hope, you're going to look for what am I going to put my hope in? And guys, if there is one reason we did this, it is so that you would know there is not hope in anything else. There is not hope in anything else. We are here because we believe that the greatest hope in the world is Jesus Christ. He is the greatest hope in the world. He is the only hope because he's the only answer to the biggest problem. Okay, this community has blown us away. There are thousands and thousands of you out there that are part of this community, and we're just so grateful. And so the way you can tell us that you're out there is to subscribe and to leave a review. So come be a deeper part of this community. Let's go places. My heart has been to make disciples through this thing. I hope that you feel that. I hope that you feel like you're growing, that you feel like you're taking ground for the kingdom. And anyway, I just love you being here, and I want you to know how much you mean to me.